When everyone is working toward that common vision, it's easier to align individual goals with the team's mission. And that not only boosts motivation, but also fosters a sense of belonging. Welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. On the show, it's my job to tease out the creative solutions my guests are coming up with to change the world through creativity, social action, and mindset. I also give you tips and techniques so you can do the same. This episode is brought to you by my class, Meditation for Busy People, where you'll learn how to relieve stress and discover clarity and joy in just five minutes a day. It's also brought to you by the Brain FM app and this podcast host, Podbean. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram or TikTok and check out our shop for merch, music, and musings. The links are all in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Super grateful that you took the time to be here. Today, I want to talk about what you need to do to navigate a fractured team or group. So when you're working with a group, if you're leading a group of any kind, and there's interpersonal conflicts, and the the group just sort of falls apart. What do you do? What do you do to help reintegrate everybody so that they can become a cohesive, creative powerhouse, right? That's what I want to talk about because this challenge can test any leader. How do you mend a fractured team and reshape it into that powerhouse, something that is vibrant, something that's a group that's all working together? But before we get to that, I kind of want to talk about why do teams fracture in the first place? Teams can fracture for lots of different reasons. Sometimes it's the result of miscommunication and unresolved conflicts that fester beneath the surface. Other times, jealousy, competition can create an atmosphere of divisiveness that stifles creativity and teamwork. And it's not uncommon for a team's once harmonious rhythm and you know me, I talk about music all the time, disrupted, leading to decreased productivity and an erosion of trust. And I think this is where a leader can step in, not as a referee, but as a conductor, sort of poised to orchestrate the return of unity and collaboration. Imagine, for instance, you're the leader of a marketing team that was once known for its innovative campaigns and seamless coordination. But lately, you've noticed that there's tension between certain team members and that once fluid exchange of ideas has become stilted and collaboration feels forced and like they've got to do it instead of because they are working towards a greater goal together. And you see, this shift isn't uncommon. And it's really important to recognize that as a leader... It's your responsibility to mend these fractures. Just like a skilled composer brings together all of these different instruments to create that harmonious, wonderful symphony, you have the power to guide your team members back into alignment. So if you found yourself struggling with the challenge of a team that's lost its collaborative spirit, keep listening. In the next few minutes, I'm going to delve into some actionable tips and strategies that you as a creative leader can employ to bridge the gaps, reignite the spark, and mold your fracture team into United Front that thrives on collaboration and innovation. As I was mentioning before, leading a team is like conducting an orchestra or a symphony. Every instrument has to play its part in harmony to create that beautiful piece of music. So if your team's harmony 
forgive me for this, is a bit off key. (laughs) Stay tuned because I've got some of those actionable tips and strategies so that you'll be able to transform, I'm saying it, discord into concord. Ha ha ha. No, but seriously, this is going to be something that I think is going to be very useful. And I hope that it's useful to you. Here's the first one. Understanding the underlying dynamics. I think the first step in solving any problem or any challenge is that you have to understand its root cause. When a team fractures or a group comes undone, it's often due to a breakdown in communication, a lack of trust, and perhaps unresolved conflicts. Jealousy and competition can also erode the collaborative spirit that once was really a thriving thing. And as a leader, it's crucial to identify these issues and address them head on. For example, let's say Sarah and Jake, using names out of a hat here, had a disagreement over a project's direction. Their unresolved conflict created tension that started to affect the entire team's morale and cohesion. As the leader of the team, acknowledging this tension and initiating a calm, private conversation with Sarah and Jake to understand their perspectives can be the first step towards resolution. I think fostering trust and open communication becomes super important here. So giving everybody the chance to have their say in an environment where everyone else is listening to them is super important. So don't just talk. (laughs) Make sure that everybody has a chance to speak and that everybody is listening when they're not speaking. Because building trust is like building a bridge. It takes time, effort, and a really stable foundation or base. So start by creating a safe space for that open communication. Encourage all your group members to express their thoughts, concerns, and ideas and ideals without fearing that they're going to be judged for it. Regular team meetings, both formal and informal, are a great way to ensure everyone is heard. So imagine you're leading a team of designers And you notice that some team members sort of hesitate to share their ideas during those brainstorming sessions that I hope you're already holding, by the way. To foster open communication, implement a, quote, no idea is a bad idea, unquote, policy. Celebrate even the wildest suggestions and provide positive feedback. This encourages a sense of psychological safety where team members feel comfortable sharing their thoughts. The third thing that I want to talk about is that I want to encourage you to celebrate collaboration over competition because jealousy and wow, jealousy can really seem important in the moment. Uh, it, It often arises from that competitive environment where individual people's achievements are sort of prioritized over the team's, the overall team's success. So if you can shift the focus to celebrating collaboration and highlight how each team member's unique skills contribute to the collective achievements, you're going to be able to create that sense of unity that's going to sort of overpower even or supersede personal and individual rivalries, right? The, the important thing here becomes to emphasize the team's, the team's accomplishments. Individual people, great. And if you acknowledge the team's accomplishments, you provide that place where everyone feels important, right? So think about this. Imagine Alex and Maya, another (laughs) names out of a hat. This is another sort of example scenario for you. Imagine Alex and Maya are vying for the spotlight due to their impressive contributions to a project. 
Instead of singling out unique individual achievements, you want to acknowledge the entire team's efforts in reaching milestones. Host team-wide celebrations and share the success stories that showcase how different talents came together to create something exceptional. And that can be tough because those individual people are still going to want to be recognized. Recognize them, but don't have that be the main thrust of what you're doing when you're celebrating the team's successes. You can recognize it. And and if you do, I encourage you maybe to recognize some input everybody on the team or in the group has had in achieving the level of success you've already achieved. Instead of just going, well, uh, you know, Maya and Alex were both great. And that kind of implies that everybody else wasn't. And they may not have been pivotal to the success of whatever is going on. But I can bet that they were doing something that was pivotal that may not be being recognized or realized right now. So that's something to think about when you're a leader, when you're doing this stuff, when you're working through all of this, you need to look at it from those perspectives because celebrating the team is what's going to get the team thinking like a team. I know I'm saying the word team a lot, but it's really important that we think of it in those terms. Individual achievements are great. And honoring those individuals at times is terrific. But if what you're looking to do is sort of reintegrate a fractured group of people, looking at them as a whole and honoring them as a whole is going to start helping them think of themselves as part of something bigger than themselves. Okay. The next thing is thinking about shared goals. Right. Think about creative thinking and creative problem solving and innovation. They they thrive when there's an atmosphere of shared purpose. Right. If you're working with a group, if you're doing it yourself, that's one thing. But if you're working with a group, then you want to have that sort of collective goal. Right. The, the, The purpose that we're all here for. And so as a leader, I want you to set clear and really engaging and inspiring goals that are going to require the entire group's collective effort. When everyone is working toward that common vision, it's easier to align individual goals with the team's mission. And that not only boosts motivation, but also fosters a sense of belonging. Here's another example for you. Imagine you're leading a tech startup and your team is struggling to innovate while there are a lot of internal conflicts. Shift the team's focus by defining a bold, unifying goal, perhaps to develop a revolutionary product that changes lives. Encourage brainstorming sessions centered around the goal where the group members can contribute their ideas towards that shared vision. Now, another idea is that as a creative leader, you can nurture a culture of learning. Learning is a powerful tool for team bonding. Encourage continuous learning by providing opportunities for skill development and cross-functional training. You know I talk about this a lot. When I when I run my workshops, I almost never have groups work together when they're all people who are doing the same thing. If you're an engineer, you might end, end up working with the person from the mailroom and also the person in human resources and also someone who is in middle management. Why? Because you will then learn from each other, right? When group members like that can learn together, they're going to grow together. And that shared experience can lead to better understanding and improve collaboration. So imagine a situation where some group members feel overshadowed by their peers' expertise or skills. So in that situation, you can introduce skill sharing sessions. Let's say a member named Liam excels in data analysis. 
have Liam lead a workshop where he teaches others his techniques. This not only empowers Liam, but also builds a sense of camaraderie as other people are going to appreciate his skills and learn from him. Okay, so remember, transforming a fractured team into a cohesive powerhouse requires dedication and patience. And if you're a creative leader and you're facing challenges with your group dynamics, I'm here to help. Reach out to me for a tailored workshop that can equip you with the tools you need to reignite your team's creativity and collaborative spirit. You can visit my website at isoldaspeaks.com or drop me an email at hello at isoldaspeaks.com. I would love to hear from you and I would love to help you get your team to place where they are just magic at working together. And I want to thank you for joining me on this show today because I think together we can turn any group's challenges into opportunities for growth and innovation. So I invite you to stay creative, stay collaborative, and remember, a united team can achieve anything. Until next time, as always, I remind you to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.